Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, to learn to sit at the feet of Jesus, and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I'm so glad to have you here. Today, I am going to talk about establishing the habit of Bible reading and prayer in busy seasons. I've had a lot of people um, ask about this topic, either uh, directly or through friends. And so I thought I would talk about it, but I would encourage you before you listen to this episode, if you have not already done so, to listen to last week's episode, which is episode 21, about spiritual starvation. I really felt so strongly that before I could talk about establishing the habit of Bible reading and prayer in busy seasons and about giving yourself grace and things like that, that I had to establish the absolute essential nature of this habit. We have to remember that if we want to survive spiritually, we are going to have to prioritize this habit and we're going to have to get spiritual calories in somehow. And so again, I would just encourage you to go back and listen to that habit. We talked about the fact that we have flesh and we have spirit and they are constantly at war. And whoever we feed is the one who is going to win. And it's very easy to feed our flesh. We naturally feed our flesh. This world feeds our flesh automatically. But feeding our spirit requires intentionality. And therefore, we have to learn how to develop an appetite for spiritual food. We have to make sure that we're ingesting spiritual food. And it is so true that what we eat determines what we hunger for. So if we're going to hunger for the Word of God, we have to eat the Word of God. So again, I would just ask you, please go back and listen to that episode. I just want to remind you that this habit is not important. This habit is a total non-negotiable. It says in the book of Amos that there's going to be a famine for hearing the Word of the Lord. And that certainly is the case. There's so many people that live in spiritual starvation even with the Bible readily available. And so a fresh reminder that you cannot survive spiritually without the word of God and without the presence of God. But with that said, in busy seasons, we have to give ourselves grace. We are one person. You are one person. I am one person. And there's only so far that our energy can go. There's only so far that our time can go. There's only so far that all of our resources can go. And so it is important to give yourself grace. Bible reading and prayer in busy seasons may not look the same as it does in less busy seasons. Now you're listening to a very busy person. I guess just by personality have a busy life and a busy schedule. I really enjoy staying busy. I'm a lot more productive when I have a long list 
and I don't um, let a lot of grass grow under me. So I definitely know what it's like to have a busy life. But it's so true that God makes you more productive, allows you to be more productive when you establish this habit. So give yourself grace, but see it as a non-negotiable. Don't expect your walk with God to look like somebody else's walk with God. Don't expect your studying the Bible to sound like my studying of the Bible that I share here. These are things that I've written after many, many, many years of getting this habit established. Don't be discouraged because because others are farther down the road than you. Give yourself grace and simultaneously hold on to this habit tenaciously. Remember that even in the busiest seasons of your life, you eat. I don't care if you are getting up at 4 a.m. to get to your first job and going straight from your first job to your second job and going straight from your second job to a night class that you have and going home after that just to fall in bed. You will find a time to eat. You might have Uber Eats deliver you something or you might grab a granola bar and cram it down your throat on the way to the first job there will be a way of getting food into your body in that busiest busiest day your body knows that you need calories to survive and so again the food that you eat in an incredibly busy season may look different than the food that you eat in a less busy season you may not be eating gourmet meals that you prepared by chopping everything up and making a roux you may be eating simple foods but you're going to get calories in one way or another and so again today just reminding you of the importance of this habit and secondly to give yourself grace in busy seasons thirdly I want to just give you a few practical tips first and foremost make a determination to seek first the kingdom of God I already said this but God will make your day more productive if you seek him first even if it is a small and limited amount of time. There is something so powerful about the principle of putting God first, putting his kingdom first, that really, truly pays dividends. And I've often compared Bible reading and prayer to a gas station, to a filling station. A car goes a lot farther when it has gas in the tank, when it's been to the filling station. You will go a lot farther when you have gas in the tank, when you are full of the word of God and full of the presence of God, again, even if it is just small and limited amounts because of time constraints in your day. So just remember that. That's the first thing. Seek first the kingdom of God. Just make a determination that you are absolutely going to seek him first. Number two, stay flexible. Again, recognize that it might not be the hour or two that you would like to spend But if you can do five minutes, if you can get a little something in here and there, you'll survive spiritually. Scrap your ideals. You can pray on drives to school, drives to work, drives to soccer practice, pray on walks. Keep your Bible out on a counter or out on your desk and just eat a few bites whenever you pass by it. Get spiritual calories in somehow, some way. Listen to um, the audio Bible. There's a few apps I have used daily audio Bible. It's kind of interesting. They do a different version each week, which is sort of nice. Um, There's the Dwell audio Bible app. And then Blue Letter Bible has an audio Bible, I believe, for every single version. If you click on the text in the chapter, 
it'll take you to a list of tools and one of those tools down a few maybe like three quarters of the page will say audio bible and you can either listen to one chapter seven times or you can listen from that place to the end of the book very 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 handy and a very good way of again getting some spiritual calories in when you are on drives here or there listen to sermons the bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god the bible says that we're saved by the foolishness of preaching and so preaching is a powerful way of getting the word of god into your life and so again just just like you would get a granola bar in to stay alive spiritually or physically in a busy season just get some spiritual calories in in these busy seasons. Invite your kids into it. I know I've had a lot of moms tell me that the second they try to get out of bed a few minutes early, their kids are awake. And I remember those days. And I would just encourage you to bring your kids to your prayer spot. Bring your kids to the couch. Bring them to your chair, wherever it is that you read your Bible and pray. And just let them snuggle with you while you read your Bible and pray. Let them be a part of that. Let them see you read and pray. Remember that you can have an ongoing conversation with God. My pastor has often talked about how we have um, meals and snacks when it comes to prayer. Our meals are those times where we have our dedicated prayer life, where we have a dedicated place and time to seek the Lord. And that is really what we are all aiming for but also we're instructed in the Bible to pray without ceasing, and that's snacks. That's eating little prayer snacks throughout the day. So just remember, you can have an ongoing conversation with Jesus wherever you are. If you're at work, if you're at school, if you are at your desk, you can have an ongoing conversation with the creator of your soul, which is so amazing. Lastly, as a practical tip, I would encourage you to evaluate your schedule. Is there anything you can cut out? Is there anything that is unimportant on an eternal scale is there any entertainment do you go home and watch a show is there any time that you're spending on social media one of the great dangers of social media is that it sucks up all of our little minutes we're sitting on a stop sign we're have two minutes here five minutes here those are moments where you could quickly click open your bible app and read three or four verses those are moments where you could quickly have a conversation with God. And so I honestly would challenge you, really take a hard look at your schedule. If you're saying, I'm too busy to establish this habit, say, can I cut out exercise? Can I cut out entertainment? Can I cut out social media? Make difficult decisions because this is an eternal investment in your soul, in your life, in your future, and in the lives of your family. So again, just today, a reminder of the importance of this habit permission to give yourself grace and to have realistic expectation in truly busy seasons and then just a few practical tips seek first the kingdom of god stay flexible scrap your ideals remember that you can have an ongoing conversation with god and then evaluate your schedule see if there's anything that you could cut out to make this possible today i am going to share a journal entry that is literally just a few sentences long and I thought it might be more encouraging than me reading some long journal entry and this is what I had to say and I'm going to share something from a little devotional that I think is also very encouraging this is from my early days of journaling and it says I was previous to this 
quote talking about the fun that I had had that week with my sister and our kids. And I said, that's all well and good, but it bothers me that I haven't been waking up to read and pray like I should. And then it gets lost in the day. That's not right. I don't want to be a lover of pleasure more than a lover of God. And I definitely want to teach my kids to love God more than fun. So again, just please know that when I share these things, I am not coming from any place of perfection or having arrived. We all start out small. We all start out having challenges to getting this habit up and running, and I certainly have been there. In addition to that very short little journal entry, I am going to share a devotional thought called Maybe Tomorrow. This is from a lady named Sarah Abram. And it was from a little devotional called Quiet Times for Mothers that I started reading when I was probably about a few months into this habit. And it's just little teeny tiny quotes and excerpts from different authors and different speakers. And it was so instrumental in the early days of me establishing the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. And I thought this thought was very, very fitting for today's podcast. She said, I went a long way in life before I really fell in love with God's Word. I intended to read it every day, but I was busy. I'd get out of bed and have to get the kids dressed for school, and then as a pastor's wife, I'd have to get the dishes done. I couldn't let anyone catch me with dirty dishes in the sink. And of course, I had to get the beds made and the house presentable. Then the phone began to ring, and the day was in motion, and I was in motion. Before I knew it, night had come and I'd fallen to bed exhausted. I'd pick up the word feeling under conviction because I hadn't read it. I'd read the same verse over six times and still not remember what I read. Finally, I'd close it up and say, tomorrow I'll read it. The next day, the same thing would happen. Some years ago, I was sitting in a camp meeting where my husband was one of the speakers. Another speaker was preaching about the power of the word. The Holy Spirit shone his spotlight into my heart. He said, do you know why you are so disappointed with yourself as a Christian and a wife and a mother? It's because you're anemic. You're not feeding on my word. Sitting on that rough bench, I lifted my heart and made a vow and commitment. God, I will partake of your word every day. That was a hard one for me to make because it is so hard for me to get up in the morning. But he was there to help me and I've done it. He has changed my life by it. And through that, the atmosphere of our home. One lady said she achieved serenity in her home when she started making sure of having seven minutes with God every morning. Seven minutes may not seem like a lot, but it's a whole lot better than nothing. And you can be amazed what seven minutes with God, reading one or two scriptures and letting him take over your heart for a few minutes can do to prepare you to set the atmosphere in your life and home. Napoleon once said, The Bible is not just a mere book. It is a living force with the power to conquer all who oppose it. And I would say that includes all the power that opposes you in your daily life. I used to have to make myself read the Bible, but now I love it. And when I read, the Holy Spirit takes it and plants it deep into the soil of my heart. And as I go through the day, I find that he brings his word to my remembrance applied as a soft, gentle guidance and caution and strength just when needed. Again, that was a little thought called Maybe Tomorrow by Sarah Abram.
I love that concept of setting aside seven minutes. And I just want to remind you that the enemy would love to keep you from doing anything by telling you you're doing it wrong or telling you by, that you're not doing it enough. Something is better than nothing. Again, one verse, two verse, three verses, four verses is better than nothing. Get some spiritual calories in. You will never regret it. And your day is going to be so much more productive when you seek first the kingdom of God. And so again, you can have this habit in a busy season. Thank you so much for joining me today. I so look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or handwritten manuscript of today's entry, you can visit megunedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday.